friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Ones who we can depend on. Friends. Uh. How many of us have them? Friends. Before we go any further, let's be friends. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> and I did that. I did that. Hey, welcome to our podcast. Two darky ladies talking about issues in our lives, relationship gossip, and occasional politics, all while geeking and having fun. Let's geek! What are we going to be talking about in today's... Whoa, I almost said in today's relationship. <laughs> That's the actual theme, though. <laughs> relationships. Yeah. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about relationships. Oh, my lord. I know. Feels like, I know. I feel like this episode's going to be intense for some reason. <laughs> I know. Because we're both kind of like, ah. Yeah. So... You know, it's funny because there's always the thing I've said. I've actually just started saying this um, due to my past experiences and really in relationships in general, you know, whether it comes to family, friends or actual relationship where it's like you set the tone of the relationship that you want. Mm -hmm. And I am so adamant about that. Because the thing is, if you don't set how you want the relationship, trust me, you're going to have that cat fight. Trust me when I say you're going to have this complication with your partner. Because, you know, besides communication being there, I think it's really nice to implement, like, what type of relationship you want with the, your partner. And then, you know, you have your family. Families are a little bit tricky because, you know, uh, the it can go anywhere because you you have that idea you must respect your family in any sense Mm -hmm. but the thing is families tend to over like like they cross the line with you and so if you don't set that tone you're gonna go way deep into like family dramas and things that shouldn't be there but do you think how you view relationships is a reflection of oneself i think so Yeah, because if you think about it, uh, you tend to start it. It's funny because I think you mentioned this before, too. It's funny how friendship work. Yeah, you just wake up one day, you meet a random stranger, you're around them enough times that you just become friends. Some friendships do serve as a purpose. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, right. It's more of growth. Now. I am very thankful for the friends that I have that been with me through thick and thin. Can you imagine like how some people wake up and then they're just like, oh, I'm with my partner. I can't imagine myself without them. It's just so like, I mean, a lot of people say that though. Yeah. But at one time you were away from them. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So what could, so that's where you have to sit there and be like, what changed? A relationship. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's building that bond and building that trust with a random stranger to the point where you are so close to this being that you have this emotional attachment to them. And this is what I believe we call relation, like what we call relationship. It's an attachment to somebody in a unique way. That's why you have like a different relationship with your mom, different relationship with your dad than you would have with your mom. Certain things, you know, that you could get away with one friend then you could get away with another. That's true. And then we start with friendships. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, do we want to talk about how we met? Uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I remember, yeah. Friend of a friend, basically. But the funny thing is, my memory is so fuzzy that I don't remember how, like, I remember we met at that uh, friend's, like, house party. Yeah, I remember that. that, And it was was so long ago, I barely remember. Wasn't it, like, 2011? Or was that 2012? No. No, it was earlier. Are you sure? No, yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. 2011, I think. That's wild. Right? How many years? Oh my God, are we at nine years? Shit, but do, well, well, I mean, well, I mean, we had a little, a little bit of like uh, a four-year gap. Yeah, yeah, a four and a half year <laughs> gap. I mean, I'm not counting. I'm really not. I'm really not counting. Well, I'm thanks. not that. Sh- At least I know. I mean, I can be petty <laughs> and shady, but I'm not that petty. To, actually, I'm not petty to do that. You're an Aries. Of course, you're petty. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's Go talk. No, let's it. no, let's bring up horoscope just a little bit since we're talking about relationships. Bring those because horns. 
is, I do. <laughs> I'm an Aries. I got the singer. <laughs> she's a Scorpio. And she's an Aries. Yeah, and I always joke that I believe the holy trinity of women you don't want to <laughs> with is the Gemini, Scorpio, and Aries. Like, yeah, that's oh, my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I have to agree I with feel that. like those mm-hmm. are the three most extreme women that when you get on their bad side, like, run for the hills. And when you bring them together, that's like, you thought Charmed was crazy. Like... <laughs> Because I have a friend, she I don't want to put her name out there because I don't know if she's comfortable with me putting her name out there right now, uh-huh. but she knows who she is because I know she's listening right now. So yeah, I'm talking about you, girl. <laughs> she is the Zodiac Encyclopedia to me. Really? Yes. You know which female I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm talking yep, about yep. her. <laughs> Listeners are like, who is she hot? They're the talking about. The comments below on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like, clacky. <laughs> Yeah, you tell her anything. I'll be like, yo, there's this guy that's Leo. She'll be able to be like, yep, you're an Aries. That's Leo. That's a perfect match on a scale oh, of one to ten sign? on the borderline what's sign. What's, what's, <laughs> it, what's their sign? Where's where's some what is it? Rising sign? Yeah, like just her like... her his rising sun is to the east to the west, and yours is to the north to the south. He's just like if you go do the calculations above to the mountains of Lake Caucasus, you know where you get on Mount Everest, just a line right there. And that's in that moment where you guys will fall in love officially. <laughs> but you need to deal with them 24 hours. Because if you don't, it's not going to work. And I don't know what to tell you. But that's what the stars are saying today. <laughs> oh, don't get us started on that palm reading. That's a story for another day. Yeah. But getting back to it, uh, because we are such strong women. Honestly, I think the fact that we... Uh, we it's not that we stopped talking it's just that we went our different ways because we wanted to do stuff in our lives that didn't match up to our lining you know what i mean yeah and so when we finally got back together i think we came back stronger our views are like pretty much similar our careers are almost aligned together too yeah Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Also, and it, it made me think sometimes I feel like in friendship, you need these struggles because you want to understand and set boundaries to how you want to be treated. We're becoming different people and we're identifying each other in like in different forms. So meaning like, oh, okay, this is the type of person I want to be. For example, I I have a lot of friends that are like this where I started gaming more. I started loving more anime. I started being like a true geek. Right? <laughs> Hopefully we can add a sound effect. If not, it's fine, but that'd be cool. Boom, boom. Right? Because you mentioned our podcast. And our fa- I'm sorry. Oh, right. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, but like, it, it's one of those things where I started getting into more of that and I wasn't maturing in that sense. You know, like people are onto relationships and all this other stuff. And I was just like not aligned to their way of thinking. And so we we sometimes fall off. Doesn't mean we're not friends anymore. Because we, we like, check up on each other on Facebook or sometimes Snapchat, and we'll see each other's stories, but, like, it's not it's not any shade. It's just we're into different things, and uh, I truly believe that's what happened with us, or I hope so. <laughs> and to be honest, reconnecting relationships, it takes a lot of forgiveness, a lot of strength. It shows mm-hmm. a lot of maturity. Yeah. I, I actually had a friend... Um, I won't mention his name because I don't know if he wants me to talk about him. But like, hey, <laughs> just like you. Um, but like we had, okay, we became friends because of his girlfriend. And then we end up hanging out more, you know, because we bonded in, in terms of like things that we like. Again, it has to do with gaming and anime and all this other stuff. And then it came to a point where our relationship strained because something happened within the friend group uh, where um, I was being blamed for something. And I was just like, no, that's not facts. I didn't agree with their views. And I was just like, all right, I'm out. And then it took years before we reconnected. And it was like, we talked about that moment and we were like, yeah, we were totally high school. Like that was just a high school petty fight. And that's another thing. It's like, you got to differentiate between high school pettiness and something we can actually sit down and maturely talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I've, sometimes people forget that we are now adults but in in that case uh you know uh, we end up like forgiving each other and we have like the strongest bond like and that's the beauty mm -hmm. yeah i can tell you well i'm willing to admit that i can be very petty (laughs) you think (laughs) 
just threw a little shade. I'm sorry. I mean, no, it's okay. It's okay. But I mean, shade is a little bit of truth in it. There's a little bit of truth in some shade. Yeah. And you know, it's all about learning and being better. I mean, not everything That's warrants true. a reaction. That's, I guess, a learning experience behind it. Or because... Facebook jail. <laughs> yeah, Facebook jail too, you know. Did you learn your lesson from Oh, me? yeah, being in Facebook jail like eight, almost eight times, you, you know, in the span of like, what, three or four months. I learned a lot from that experience. 60 days in Facebook jail taught me a lot. I pondered. <laughs> Not everybody is worth a dragging. There's a quote by a very nice queen called Latrice Royale. She ah, said, Latrice! Yes, and she's oh, from RuPaul's Jag Race. She said that, I was going to tear into her, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized that she's ugly and it's comfortable with myself. It, it went something like that. Yeah. Well, Cause I don't want a drag race fan to be like, that's not how it went, but it was the gist of something like that. Yeah. And she's right. I, I remember that. Yeah. That's so just, I'm just so like, I ain't got to tell you ugly ass off. You want to know why? <laughs> Cause you're already ugly and you're ugly inside. And it's a fact. The inside out, just the outside. And I'm okay with <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, yeah. Kathleen's wisdom. And then right after this, we put a little... Yeah, relationships. Like, you know, we could keep you like this. You know? Mm -hmm. There are certain people you can come around and you can't tell them a joke. They take themselves too literal. Talking about that, I actually had something, you know... my, my, My two kids came up to me earlier today and they were fighting. And I was like, what you fighting about? And they were like, uh, my little one says, I didn't like her joke and I told her to stop. And Adrena's like, it was just a joke. And then it hit me because. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm serious. I mean, it's a sister fight. I know. It's just cute and funny. Oh, I know. But then it it got me thinking. And I actually told her what you just said. The best advice is, look. Clearly, your sister is going to be one of those that, you know, just doesn't like joking. She just can't take a joke. So you have to learn how to say, all right, this person can't take my jokes. I'm sorry, you know, and I won't joke like that with you ever again. Everyone reacts differently and you have to respect that. That's what I told my daughter. You have to respect the boundaries that these people put on you. And... That's where the whole idea of me saying you set the relationships you want with the person. Because if you know you can't joke like that with the person, respect it and don't do it again. Mm-hmm. And then uh, same thing, you know, uh, with relationships. You know, there's sometimes relationships where it's like, uh, and I'm talking about partnerships. It's like... Um, you can joke a certain way with your friends and you can make these hard ass jokes, but then don't do it to your partner. If you know your partner is a little uptight, not, yeah. on the, you know, cause you should know who you're dating. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, I mean, relationships do definitely evolve over time. I mean, your relationship can start off rocky and then it can start off great and then it can start off terrible and then it could go back to being amazing and then you just don't want nothing to do with each other. And then a blank happens, space happens, and next thing you know, you're rock solid like you're rock together. I'm kind of curious. In your opinion, how do you try and see who the toxic person is in your life like do you know what i'm I'm saying like yeah how do you start figuring out who's the toxic person that's holding you back because sometimes after you fantasize the friendship with the person you know you kiki and you having fun and then after you get that struggle that's when you kind of like open your eyes and it's just like what the (laughs) did i get myself into for me personally i wouldn't say it's honing back it's just observation because i'm a kind of person that i go by trends if you act a certain way every time i'm around you then that tells me everything i need to know because you know actions speak louder than words but if you think about sometimes they do hold you back because well, no because it de- it depends on how you are with the relationship with the person because if you think about it we're talking about people you know once you become have that you know how you were saying once you become friends with a stranger it, and you get that strong bond and stuff yeah, like the that, attachment. right? Mm-hmm. And you get attached to them, but then they start doing things that are like, 
uh, okay. But then it's like, it's fine. And then you have this thing where you psychologically normalize their behavior. Oh, kind of like that chick that stays with her rapper boyfriend because she's so confident that he gonna make it one of these years. So she just gonna, you know, be patient. You know, she's been in it I for wasn't three thinking years, on but... that line, but like... <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not just saying anybody that's doing that, uh, yeah. you know, or anything like that. Support everybody that you love and yeah. everything. But yeah, I'm but just saying that, like, yeah. you know, funny <laughs> stereotype, you know. Yeah. But, but it's not like that. Okay, but yeah, it's like it's like that because uh, there are some people out here that normalize certain people's behavior, right? And then it gets to the point where it's like when you try to say, hey, I don't like you doing this. And they continue to doing it. And it's just like, well, how do I get out of this? You know, um, there's this really, oh man, I, I really wish I remember what, um, her YouTube channel is, but like, she talks about that. And she's also from, uh, uh, London or she's from the UK. I don't know where from the UK. Um, once I find her channel, I'll like link it down in the description box on YouTube. But, um, I remember she talked about, you know being in a friendship and she talked about how like for example you know she was kicking with uh this girl and when it came time for her wedding um she wasn't part of the bridesmaid and it's like hold up yeah it's stuff like that that tells you everything you need to know yeah like the thing is Mm -hmm. i feel like part of that i feel like you've matured it's like there are some people who are passive in terms of like yeah okay i'm gonna normalize this and this is fine you know but like i'm not gonna talk about this but then there are other people who are like i'm not being your friend no more because you're doing some shady ass shit no i just take it as it is i'm just like okay bet because i kind of joke i'm just like when i see shady behavior i joke just because i don't say anything doesn't mean that i don't know about it i just peep it quietly and then i keep it moving i'm like okay for example oh I'm not a bridesmaid in your wedding. Okay, bad. That's fine. You don't see me as bridesmaid material. Now it's time for my wedding. I'm obviously not going to pick you as a bridesmaid. You could have been an idea for it, but no. I dare you to sit down and ask me why. Let's not pretend you didn't make me your bridesmaid, so we're not going to play victim here and make me the a-hole. So I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm that kind of person. No, I know. But me think, and it's funny, because in my perspective, in that situation, I would feel hurt, yeah? But then wouldn't you eventually want to, like talk like of this course. is what, yeah so instead of like doing this petty one up thing like i'm not saying that's what you're doing but like at what point would you actually bring it up though without True, being, but don't without you being it's mean. Kind of petty to bring it up because it seems like uh that's why i'm just so like i think you yeah. know how i ended with i dare you to bring it up <laughs> like i dare you to so yeah. and so because i didn't find it petty enough for me to sit down and do it with you so i'm shocked if you would turn around and say something like that to me it's like girl are we gonna pretend you didn't do that for me a few years prior where were you at because you clearly weren't here so oh so why what's the benefit of it this time around you know what i mean yeah so i don't know maybe i'm i would hope not to be judgmental or anything yeah maybe it's just the way i see relationships like i'm a person when it comes to relationships i i take it seriously I am bonded. Like, if I call you my brother, I call you my sister, like, it's a real thing. And I try to do my best. You can't keep in touch with everybody. So, you know, I try to be around. Yeah. Especially when people grow once in a while. Yeah. I could see, go on the internet and be like, oh my goodness, this friend, this this friend had a baby. Let me get her something to show that, you know, I'm still around. Like, no, we don't talk every day, but hello, birthday. Hey, hey, homegirl, happy birthday. Maybe we can get some coffee. Yeah, we haven't talked in like three months, but you know, I, I still consider your friend. I'm here. And talking about gifts, wouldn't it be lovely to get a bathing suit from Salty Mermaid Swimwear? Yeah. I am so glad you asked. So, I am so happy to say every episode that I have a partnership with Salty Mermaid Swimwear, where they sell amazing swimsuits for all shapes and sizes for women. And don't even worry, because they got you boo for the men up in there. So it's cute, because if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whoever you love, you can match with your little boo. And the best part about it is every purchase you do, the money goes to a charity. So, Salty Mermaid Swimwear, tell them Kat sent you. All you have to tell them is the code SALTY15CAT at SALTYMERMAID.COM. Again, it's SALTY15CAT at SALTYMERMAID.COM. Put the code in and you'll get 15% off your purchase. You know what I was reflecting on the other day? What? 
Besides having, and by the way, we don't mean to be all negative because there are lovely things about having uh, friends and being in a partner because mm-hmm. of that supportiveness Definitely. and stuff like that. But then it's like, you would also want that love and support from your own family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there are times and, you know, bless all these people who have uh, good relationships with their mother, their father, their brother, their sister, and everybody in the family member. You know, you, you're really lucky because sometimes it's the same thing. If you don't set these boundaries with your family, they will cross, you know, that line with you. And it's like, how again it goes with how you want to be treated how you want to be talked because like at least in a salvadorian household you know and i'm pretty sure it's like this with many cultures Mm -hmm. is that the olders you have to respect them but at some point where does you draw the line of respect versus abuse i can say in african culture it's a very big thing that once your parent tells you what it is you can't argue with your parent Mm-hmm. Like, even if your parent's in the wrong, like, right. it's like what I say goes. And, you know, it's a I bit I think it's sad the same in, in, in a Hispanic, oh, at right. least, like, in a, from what I've seen in a Salvadorian household. It's a bit sad as you get older, though, because, you know, as adults, yeah, that's when our parents see us as children. I mean, see their children as grown adults, and they want to start that relationship with us now. We're just all like... Um, it's too late yeah you should have done that years ago yeah sorry mama can't sit down and tell you if i'm dating somebody or so and so you wonder why because when i was younger and i told you like you made it into such a big thing that i can never talk about it with you yeah so to get that as an adult you see so i mean not everybody is like that Mm -hmm. but these are some of the issues if that makes sense yeah no, I understand. So, I mean, I get that, though, because I'm almost in the same position as you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I literally, um, I have no problem putting this out there because it's my truth. Like, it's sure. in, my, in my truth, it's like I've had to excommunicate a lot of my family members because they're on some stupid shit. I just did a few months ago, if you remember. Yeah. I think we were bonding over that moment, yeah. too. It's like, at some point, we want to be respected. Mm-hmm. And if we're giving you respect, and that's another thing, too. When you start having your own truth, when you start being comfortable with the way you want to present yourself to the world and the way they think because they're an old ideology it's like no you're you're too you're too liberal <laughs> what do you mean i'm too liberal i haven't like, told that just because i went to my college <laughs> yeah it no but it's crazy it's like when does doing what you think is right too liberal you know what i'm saying yeah. like if i feel like i want to have this you know open okay for example if i want to do things the way i want to do like in terms of raising my kids and you think that the way i'm raising my kids is wrong it's just like what do you mean and they're like oh it's you're too free this is not how i grew up with and blah 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 and i'm just like there is no book on how to parent you just try to do the best you can and sometimes you get the roll of dice on how your children are going to be because they're always like, oh, your child's going to be the opposite of who you are. And boy, is that true. <laughs> like, I was mellow. I was chill when I was young. And then my two kids, they're hyper. And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> you know, like, I can't. It always pisses me off because my uh, kid's dad is always like, I don't understand how, like, you can't control them. I was just like, no, what you don't understand is that I have a true belief that every children acts a different way with each parent. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. It always frustrates me because I'm. he was like, all they're doing is playing slime. No, you don't understand. They get it everywhere. Like, when I was a little <laughs> kid before my father passed, like, it was me and my dad. Like, that's what it was. Like, that my dad was my pal. No diss to my mom, but yeah. my dad let me get away with more stuff when I was a kid before he passed. So, you know, that was my pal. Yeah. So, you know, 
thing. No offense to mommy, but it was just a, like, step your game up. But you Daddy's know what's... giving me candy that you're not trying to give me. You know what's funny? <laughs> my, mom, my mom told me the other day, she was like, you gave more shit to your dad. She, she doesn't speak that way, but, like, she's like, you always give more trouble to your dad. And then I was thinking, I was like, nah, me and my brother didn't give... Because we always thought we gave my mom a hard time, and apparently it was my dad. And I was like, you know what? You're probably right. This is one of me and my brother's favorite story of telling each uh, each other. But, like, it's something my dad, quote-unquote, doesn't remember. I doubt it. It's just he doesn't want to remember it. Because the thing is, there used to be a show called Dragon Tales. Ooh, I Dragon boy, Tales. that was my show. Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. <laughs> I only watch PBS part-time, but that's what I've ever... <laughs> Something take my hand, Dragon t- I'm No. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know but enough. The point is, <laughs> the point was, that was me and my brother's show. And I'll never forget that, like, my dad was tired that day. And then, like, um, my... Um, me and my brother, we had this a uh, stupid idea, by the way. Stupid, stupid. We got the jump rope. We tied each other uh, in the rope like he was next to me. And um, we decided to tie each other. And then we were pretending, oh, we're going to Dragon Tail World or whatever, right? <laughs> and, then, and then one of the things my bro- my dad literally said to me, or and me and my brother, it's like, I'm tired. I'm going to lie down. Be quiet. And it's funny because when I hear those words now, and now that I have two kids, I know exactly what that feeling is. It's like, I'm going to lie down. Please be quiet. Ah, you know what I mean? But anyways, so we, we went ahead and we started playing. My dad came in like about one or two times to tell us to be quiet. That either second to third time he came in with a belt and he was like ready to whoop our butts. He was like, didn't I tell you to be quiet? And we were like, ah! and literally me and my brother were struggling to undo that <laughs> jump rope. Like we were like, oh my God, he's coming. He's coming. Hurry up. Undo this. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Wow. And then we, uh, we, I don't know how it happened. We were also skinny legends back in the day. It's off literally we see our dad come into my room <laughs> and my room had one of those doors that connects to another room so like me and my parents uh room were always connected with a door and then i had the other door which exits to the hallway but then you can get into my brother's room well you have to be a little bit smart you see uh angry dad coming to uh you know make you guys be quiet so like he's coming he's charging at us we're struggling we finally escape and then we literally like like we separated so my dad looked left he looked right we were gone (laughs) and Mm. my brother went straight to his room locked the door and then i was like holy crap the only exit i had (laughs) was my mom's room and and that was in your room that's so no 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 i went into that room exit the other door ran into the bathroom locked it and we were like okay okay and then we heard (laughs) nothing and after that we did not play with each other (laughs) that was one of my favorite memories because now as a mom looking back at that what happened what transpired reminded me of okay i understand where my dad was coming from because it's like you had a long hard day of work all you wanted to do was take a nap and here we are is Oh my goodness. You're <laughs> yeah. running up the stairs like Homer Simpson. That's funny. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's one of my fondest. I mean, I have a lot of fond memories with my family. So when people do come into our lives, it's usually to teach us a lesson. And that includes family too. You know, it's like, how do we want to raise our children? You know, um, how do we really want to be with our friends and what is acceptable? How do we want our relationship to be? And then not find excuses when each of these person do something wrong. We shouldn't be normalizing these ideas, you know, but it's just nice to understand how you can grow as a person. And now for our first segment, the cheese maker. 
where we talk about chisme and all the latest gossip. gossip. <laughs> so what's the gossip? What's the 411? What's okay, going on? So I'm a little bit upset. Well, not really, because I was like up editing all day yesterday because two things. I miss the Emmys and then I miss Bad Bunny's live concert on I YouTube. I actually watched watch a little like, bit of watch Yeah, it. go miss that. I actually liked it. I don't know what he was I doing with that it. wig, though. Uh, had a little Joe Jackson wig. I'm I just joking. I, I, he looked, I'm not hating. Uh, he looked good. I don't know. I liked it. You know, I can't sing in <laughs> Spanish, but he looked great. Everyone, his look is not yeah. For no, everyone. that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the biggest win last night. Out of, I mean, of course, Blake. Congratulations to all the winners and all the nominees. Mm -hmm. But we especially want to congratulate Zendaya. Yes, Black oh. Girl Magic. <laughs> And can you believe it? She started from uh, Disney. Disney, and look at her now. Yeah, like, started uh, from I'm, the bottom now. Yeah, yes, started I'm so proud of her yeah. for real. Like she actually made history last night as she was the one of the youngest uh, actress to receive lead actress in a drama series, beating out Laura. Uh, oh, again, I apologize if I um, mispronounce anyone's name, but she beat out Laura. Le Lenning from Ozark, jo uh, Jody Comer killing Eve, Olivia Coleman. Nice. Like, dude, that was wild. It was an from Oscar winner mm -hmm. last year. Uh, Sandra O oh from Killing Eve and Jennifer Aniston from The Morning Show. Like Jennifer Aniston. I know. Oh, and then that's another thing. She reunited with the cast of Friends. So oh, that nice. was a treat for everybody who loved Friends. So I will say this, however, even though we're all congratulating, at the same time, we can't have anything up in the rise without something being thrown at us. So the New York Post writes a small article titling it, Biggest Upset, Sundaya Wins Emmys 2020 over Jennifer Aniston and Laura Linney. When you read the word upset, if you just take away biggest, it's like upset usually means like it's bad. Like yeah. it's an upset. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, of course, Twitter went off and, you know, one Twitter user said, um, upset. The woman was incredible in euphoria. No one is surprised. Another Twitter user said, if you watch the show, then you know why it's an upset. It wasn't an upset, excuse me. The New York Post decided to say Zendaya's fans mistake the meaning of upset after historic Emmys 2021. I was like, are you serious right now? So guess what? Twitter uh, decided to rebuttal. And then people were like, y'all just got caught and now y'all trying to fix it. Bye. Wow. Yeah. And another Twitter user said, Zendaya's fans aren't mistaking the meaning we understand the subtext of the term. Absolutely. We are not upset that she won the Emmy Award because we saw her performance. You are using the word to mean that she was the underdog. We always viewed our queen as the front runner in the race, which is beautifully said. Mm -hmm. Because Zendaya is a queen. Yes. And then uh, another Period. Twitter user decided uh, to look up the word upset, right? And then that Twitter user said, words can mean more than one thing, though. She surprised everyone and deserved it. And that's all. But let's give a little bit of a highlight on that speech, though. That speech was really beautiful. You can see she was surprised, emotional, like the other uh, nominees in the categories were applauding, Aww. you know what I mean? Supporting. And that's that's a beautiful thing. And then you see um, everybody in the background crying. That's I was just so like, nice. oh Yeah. And then, of course, you know, um, she gave like a beautiful like speech and it was really nice. Moving on to the next cheese we do have a Wujin update. Okay, so what's going just, on with them? Yeah, so just a reminder for a lot of people. So back in September 7th of this year, rumors were being spread that um, an idol sexually harassed one of the um, victims. She talked about how like um, she went to the bar with her friend and so this idol came up to her mm -hmm. and was insisting to talk to them and so they pretty much told him to go away. He put uh, his hands on her and the friend. He kept saying, you know, like, oh, um, I'm a famous idol, but at the time th these guys, or he wasn't in 
the group, right? The group Stray Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was no longer. Here's part the of thing: group. when she was talking about what happened that incident, she didn't say his name nor Stray Kids. It was all the fans jumping in uh, conclusion because she left the hint in there where she said W Big Three. And so everybody was saying, oh my God, that has to be Kamujin from X-Stray Kids. And right after that, the other girl came out and saying that, you know, she was at the bar alone and Idol came up to her and decided to uh, talk to her. She didn't give him any um, attention and it escalated to the point where she wanted to leave and he was like, don't. And so he kind of pushed her arm away and or her arm away. And then she pretty much screamed and that's when everything went down mm-hmm. according to to what For she her said mm-hmm. now here's the thing why i like watching dkdk DK tv so they normally inform me with a lot of uh korean pop culture or like things that are happening in korea shout and, out to them mm-hmm. and so danny and uh david they decided to go the extra mile and uh kind of you know investigate the story a little bit more so the girl the second girl she actually she was the one about um the girl with the whiskey she was the one who deleted all the tweets and stuff like that and she was the one who posted a picture of quote-unquote evidence that um they were both in that location like this is the whiskey now apparently what we didn't know is that um this picture was actually from a different instagram account like this girl took a picture from a regular person's instagram account put it there and a lot of the fans of you know stray kids fans and stuff went to the instagram poster and was like why do you have this picture here supposedly this is from the girl who is saying that you know wujin pretty much harassed her and stuff like that and the guy's like what are you talking about this is my picture so it came out to reality is that this girl took the picture from his instagram account the posting happened in september 7th but uh the incident happened in april of 29th right when supposedly i think korea was in lockdown anyway so i don't know if anybody can let me know so is this person lying it's presumed to be that the second person is lying because the first person we don't know you know nothing else has come of it and of course just to remind everybody uh woojin put out a statement you know denying all the allegation and you remember how i told you and that was under a fake uh, representative but here's where this story again is just so so crazy because the thing is remember how we discussed that 10x entertainment was faked by Wujin yeah so again uh in the DKDK TV segment they actually and it's public record to anybody can look up on it um the company is actually real it's registered so yeah yeah but before it was speculated that um it was faked because the thing is when the 10x entertainment put out their own statement to represent um kim Woo jin it's because uh the lettering that they put out it was from third person to first person right and that's what raised red flags for people it's like how do you jump from kim Woo jin this kim Woo jin that and then it turns to i that was the mistake of the post according to what's being put out there now the post is in korean so i don't know 100 percent sure because with these korean translation it's wrong and don't trust google google's like the worst place to translate uh korean uh text and then um also they posted remember how i was telling you they posted a picture of wujin supposedly not being at the uh location but the time difference was off or something like that. You could still be at the scene of the crime and and go home, you know. So it's it's a lot of that. Um, and of course, it, you know, this section is my opinion. Uh, I will be linking down the segment of DKDK TV because they go in depth with, uh, you know, the allegation story, the statement, and you know, they opinionate what happened. And also, uh, one of the guys has like lawyer friends and they even asked questions about it and so um i think it was like really informative here's the thing the possibility of who to believe is unknown right now both of them so you know what i mean you have a poster uh one of the victims 
that you know posted a picture that supposedly point puts him there but then she deletes his, all of her tweets and then you have Jin doing some fishy business behind the scene anyways so it's like what you know yeah. what i mean and you know what really sucks because if the first person who came out with the allegation is actually true the second person literally negates what the first person says and it's doing this just for clout yeah and that's just it's really upsetting for me because there are actual victims out here who wants to tell their story but then when you have people trying to fake certain scenarios situations it's it kind of just eliminates that you know what i mean and so now we're in the stance of who do we believe and the thing is if this turns out to be fake i still think wujin's career is up in the air because everybody's already everybody already made their judgment you know whether yeah. this is true or not everybody's already made their judgment so we'll see how uh, how everything goes okay all right so i guess that's all the cheese my we have and so moving on to Damn, bruh. That's, That's wild. wild. This is our second segment when I find a story from around the world that's just so crazy. And this story is called Tacky Wedding RSVP Slam for Offering Guests Better Food If They Give Money. An RSVP card thought to be for a wedding, which asks guests how much money they're gifting, has gone viral on social media. So this story was actually posted today on mirror.co.uk. Okay. But today as of recording. Yeah, just a few okay. hours ago when I actually was able to find the story. So this okay. is actually fresh, fresh as we're recording this. And this is actually an old story being brought into the light now. Really? So this is, um, so there's this woman and her name is Kathy Mason. Mm-hmm. And she's in one of those like wedding groups where you wedding shame people or you mm-hmm. put like funny stories like, you know, how you got mommy shaming groups and such. Yeah. So she found an old invitation from 2013 and that's what went viral. Oh. She didn't really say her relation to this person. So okay. I'm going to assume this is maybe a friend Okay. I, I like the just the way I can only in, it's implied that maybe right. this person oh, okay. was a friend. Was friend. So they had um, made a basket for them, uh, food and all that, you know. Oh, so they joke. made like a, a what do you call them? Like a, yeah, one of those like fruit baskets that with you food. Pa- yeah. Okay. Do you pass it out to like people yes. or something? Okay. But you know, it's a traditional wedding. You know, there are different I guess ways that they do weddings in different countries. Mm-hmm. But this person, they said that it was a tradition for them particularly mm-hmm. okay. to bring like you know. Back basket of food and they had like cool stuff like rice krispie treats in it marshmallow fluff just fun things mm, for your okay. wedding and you yeah. think that would be cool but Uh-oh. the bridezilla of the wedding oh my god okay. yeah, 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 yeah basically talked to like pulled her to the side allegedly and was just like hey i really appreciate the yeah. fact that you got uh-huh. me this basket it's lovely but I really would have preferred it if you had given me money. After all, you Are did you not s- pay attention. Yes, you did not pay attention to, you know, the wedding invitation because there was a tier level on, you know, what you were supposed to be getting me for the wedding. What she had a gift level. So she had a policy for her wedding that depending on how much you were spending for her personal gift for her and her um, partner that she is marrying, mm-hmm. you will get your dinner based on how much you're spending are you serious? yes and you um, got me messed up i know and it's funny because i will actually post this on our instagram for people who want to see it because yeah, i do yeah. Please. Um, have a funny you know little picture of it so this is what she did write originally to the lady she goes i want to thank you for coming to my wedding friday Wait, 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 hold on. This is on the invitation? um, No, this is after. Oh, after. Okay, sorry, sorry. My bad. Yeah. She said, I'm not sure if this is the first wedding you've ever been to, but for your next wedding, (laughs) people give envelopes. I lost out on $200 covering you and your dinner's plate and got fluffly whipped and Sour Patch Kids in return. Yes. Just a heads up in the future. Yep. Yep. Oh no! Yep. I'll be she knocking said, on I her door. Definitely with and Sour Patch Kids. She was basically making fun of her basket too that she had made from the heart for her wedding for her and her husband. 
ungrateful yes. so bitch. this so people you know in the comments section just sort of like what did this in the you know rsvp invitation so this is four levels of gifts so this is how it goes so that we may prepare for your preferred dinner please circle the gift level and indicate a meal choice for each person in your party we've got level one called loving gift which is up to 250 bucks if you're gonna spend up to 250 bucks on your wedding you're gonna get roasted chicken or swordfish as your dinner for her wedding are you serious yes but don't worry don't worry if you don't like that and you want to show out they have the silver gift level that's level two where if you're spending between 251 dollars uh -huh. to 500 bucks you can get the choice of getting the previous roasted chicken and swordfish or at this level, sliced steak and poached salmon. Are you but it's okay, girl. If you want to <laughs> ball even more, they've Stop got the playing. yes, they've got the golden <sighs> gift package. Where if you're gonna spend between five hundred and one dollars to a thousand dollars for whatever wedding gift of your choice, you can even give her money. She rather prefer money. You get the previous choices of food, but at this level, you get f filet mignon and lobster tails. <laughs> you have the no. choice. Oh, oh, but don't worry, girl. There's more. Yes, there's more. If you really, really want to ball out and show your dick at this wedding, like, you know, you want to pull an Oprah, this is the platinum gift edition. Stop. Where if you're spending between $1,000 and 2500 and up on a wedding, people who want to ball out, Yasmin, going to spend that much money for her wedding, which is the highest level for this. You have a choice of getting a two-pound lobster plus a souvenir champagne goblet. You know, like when you're normally at a wedding and you have the little favors where they'll be like, maybe John and Kate with the names, the little cups and uh -huh. stuff they give. They'll, they're gonna throw that in there along with your two pound lobster dinner. Are you serious? Yes, isn't that amazing? And then of course, there are some people that are thinking to themselves, this is so disrespectful. What if I'm vegan or vegetarian yeah, and all yeah. that? All the Girl! She There's thought more. Of, she thought of she you thought too. <laughs> Vegetarian and kosher. So she got you too. And happy Rosh Hashanah. I hope I pronounced that correctly because that is going on right now. So for the kosher meals, they are available at this level. So if none of that food works, they will make it work for you. You already paid for it. Yep. Yo, this girl oh, is wild. Oh, and by the way, the little shoe and uh, the little souvenir champagne mm -hmm. goblet, it's only available at the platinum status. You oh. cannot get <laughs> the cup unless you're spending between $1,001 and up. So I'm sorry. So please, when you fill this out, you know, fill out the request and send it to, you know, her before the preferred date. Now, because she did not do this and decided to bring her own basket of treats and stuff like that, so she, she did sent the, the letter. Of, yeah, she, she sent the letter. And that's the ungrateful friend, right? Yeah, that's I was it. talking about, you know, I lucked out on $200 because you brought me a basket of candy when I clearly sent you a list and told you what to get and look at you now being cheap but it is what it is that's basically what she implied oh, in that letter of course so here's the question people listeners would you spend that much on your friend or relatives you know wedding I personally would tell them to kiss my ass <laughs> so <laughs> it's on you <laughs> I'll be like, I won't show up. I'll send <laughs> I you a gift up. card. You get what you get. <laughs> Yo, people wilded. What the hell? Yep, they wildin' for real. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, you tripping for real. Oh, man. That's so you don't knock your head a few times. <laughs> like... Uh. All right. I hope you guys enjoy that wild story. Um, food for thought in the mm -hmm. cheese in my corner. And um, and we at Let's Geek Pod want to say rest in peace to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who is an American gem in itself. She was the second associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. She's the second woman to get that 
amazing honor. She passed away on September 18, 2020 from complications due to pancreatic cancer. She would definitely be missed because she is a big activist in women's rights and women's equality. And she just did that. We just want to give her her props and say, rest in peace. You are a gem. And we will continue to do your mission as people by going out to vote. So please go and vote. It is very important. Yes, that you I'm already please... registered. Are you? Yes, I am yep. registered We're to registered. vote. And I am registering actually today so I can get my mail-in ballot. It is not too late. If you cannot get your mail-in ballot, if you're in the United States, you can just go to your local, you know, registering place and do it. So please go out and vote. And for this music guest this week, I am excited to say that it is Kiana Knight. And this is her song, Drinks. My friend, sister, I'm so proud of you that we playing your music on this podcast. (laughs) So we gonna do exactly what the song says. Pop bottles, drinks, Let's get lit. Let's just buy some drinks. Kick back and release. Let's just buy some drinks. Kick back and release. Let's just find some drinks. Kick back and release. 